Hey everybody, it is Spider.Gaming and we are back again with some chicanery, some hullabaloo, and some some antics. I don't know what those words mean. Yeah, I know you, the, you, the you last do. one. You, you know the last I mean. one I did. They all, their that. anagrams are all the same thing. Oh. Yeah, dog. Wait, what's the first word? Don't you know? Chicane? Chicanery. Go on. You don't... You... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I've used too big of words for Tim Smith. Chicanery. Today. Everybody else is thinking the same thing. What the fuck does that mean? It's, it's an anagram? Yeah. Spell it out for me. Chica- it's an anagram it's for... It's C-H-I-C-A-N-E-R-Y. C-H-I-C... Chica? <laughs> Chicanery, motherfucker. Go on. Yeah, I'm... I'm... Okay, so... Uh... What's an anagram for? Shut up. <laughs> We, we've already done way too much explaining on this podcast. Yeah. Because of Tim Smith's lack of knowledge. I feel like everybody else is out of the loop, too. But I... Anyway. No? Yeah. Then ex- no. I don't get it. Chicanery. What is that an anagram for? Antics. Hullabaloo. They're not all anagrams. They're all the same thing, Timmy. They're synonyms. Well, anagrams okay. are like when you take the same letters and... But yeah, that was... Educated. Go on. That was, that was Frank's bad, but but again, so we are joined with those synonyms out of the way. Go on. Okay. Yeah. So we're here again. Um, next week, I'm going to lock the door after Frank arrives, so that so I can't come in. That Timmy and, can't come in and correct their grammar. Um, so you can stop being a douche. Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go on. So we we have. Hipster Timmy Smith here. Yeah. We have uh, suave and debonair Frank Carter. Word. Debonair. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have me. The greatest of all time, Trevor Smith. Trevor Smith. Yeah, I put you two together. Oh, what a horrible thing that would be. No, no. It'd be like a... Two great minds, but one of them just gay, which is you, Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing wrong with that if it were true, which it's not. But if it were, <laughs> all right, back down to the video games. Let's get to the video games. I don't know. Maglin might disagree with my gayness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I want to play. Oh, fucking steal my lunch money. Like, what was that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Timmy's playing video game. Doesn't know what a vagina looks like. Like, do you? Yeah, I've uh, seen pictures. <laughs> that was, that was, it's called self-deprecation. Okay, so um, let's talk about the games we've been playing. So, Trevor, I want you to go first, uh, because I want to hear about 007 Legends, because I haven't listened to the Trevor Shit just got real because glasses just, just came, came off. Oh, man. Look at He's rubbing his face. Okay. Work it out. 007 Legends is like the coat hanger abortion oh of the October game release schedule. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh. I want to I want to see that on Metacritic in the blurbs. <laughs> like, so... <laughs> Spider Duck, Spider Duck, zero out of ten. The coat hanger abortion of video games. I want that. So, I'm, I'll talk about the positives first. Okay, the positive to 007 Legends is that going up and down the ladder is realistic and believable. So, if we were making cons, this is this, that, that's pros, a back of the box quote game. right there. Oh shit! No way! What? <laughs> that's my back of the box quote. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay, <laughs> climbing up and down the ladder feels <laughs> realistic. If we had to populate the back with all the great features, <laughs> that would be it. That would be it. It's a none. Okay. So I mean, gotcha. it, it's basically like 
a super lame Call of Duty. Because, like, you know... Or a really good ladder sim. Because, you, <laughs> you know, as James Bond, the super spy, it's your job to, you know, kill, like, armies full of people. <laughs> right. Like, you're playing fucking Call well, of Duty. To be fair, that's how GoldenEye played out. But I think GoldenEye yeah. was also in 1997. When right. All and GoldenEye was a way better game. And it had a lot of stealth, too. Um, to be fair. Way better guns. So, like, here's an example oh. of some of some of the great things in this game. <clears throat> so... In the gold, in one of the Goldfinger missions, you you play through old James Bond movies. Except, you know, of course they insert Daniel Craig instead of those Bonds that were iconic for that film. So you're like playing as, you're playing through all of the old Bond films as Daniel Craig. Yes. So you don't have no Sean Connery. Excuse me. No Sean Connery. Instead, <laughs> he is replaced by Daniel Craig. That is my favorite and, Sean Connery impression. And there's a mission in Goldfinger. Where you're uh, basically trying to take back Fort Knox um, from you know Goldfinger's you know guys or whatever, okay. and there's there's the very first part you're going and there's these barriers um, in your way, but they come up to like your waist, and like this is a video game, so you know video game logic says, oh, I can jump I'll over jump that over. barrier, so no, I can't fucking jump over that barrier because the enemies fucking can, but no, I'm James Bond, so I have to wait for fucking air support to come in and blow up the fucking barrier before I can move oh, forward, no. which is fucking retarded. <clears throat> to be fair, Call of Duty features the same mechanic no, in places. That, it no, does. Like there's no. a fence that won't. There's a door that won't unlock. It's like a, a like a wooden door that you can't open until you kill. But like, it, at least that guys. makes more sense because like it's a door that you know won't open, open as opposed to like a this. thing that. But the enemies <clears throat> fucking jump over it. So like logic dictates that you should be able to jump over it too. Well, and yeah. and did you know? Because I didn't for a little while that there's a cover mechanic in this game because I fucking didn't know. And you know how much, how many times it works? Uh, about 20% of the time that you're in cover. Um, oh. So, yeah, thanks thanks for letting me know about that. And thanks for working on that game. Is this a first-person um, shooter? Or a yeah, it's a first-person first person shooter. And, and so there was also a moment where I'm in cover and, you know... I'm not fucking James Bond or anything. So a, an NPC soldier just comes in and pushes me out of cover and takes my fucking cover. I'm fucking James Bond. <laughs> you try to take my cover, I would fucking karate chop you in the cheek. In the or cheek. the neck. That's a that is a bizarre first choice. <laughs> I mean, the cheek you could break that cheekbone. I guess that bone could probably puncture your brain. Really probably. Yeah, man, it would puncture the brain. Puncture okay. the brain. Yeah. So. Ugh, 007, what a mess you are. And then, after the Goldfinger missions, the first mission... Or no, wait. You know what? No. There's a boss battle. Ooh, boss battles. There's Love a boss those. battle. Love those. With with Odd Job. Oh, so, you know, okay. It yeah. should be an, an awesome experience. But and no, um, apparently, they turned it into uh, Quick Time Event Boxing. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> quick Time Event Boxing. Yes. So, <laughs> but, but get this. The Quick Time Events are so thought up really well that all you do is push... Up and down on the left stick or up and down on the right stick. And that's you boxing and fighting odd job. Who is a midget? Who is a midget? 
Yeah. So, so midget boxing. Yes. So midget like, boxing against Ogden. So you're you're fighting mini me, and you're about six four. No, no, you're not six four. You're six one, and you're fighting a midget who's pretty much three five, and you're using a left and right stick up and down. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. And and that's you do that same boss battle to the next boss, and then you fight Benicio del Toro in the Bond movie he was in. With the same fucking mini game. Are you trying to get every me to not play this? Boss, play this. I don't play it now. Every fucking boss battle is Benicio this Del- stupid, shitty boxing game. It was uh. You box everyone. Yes, it was <laughs> License to Kill. Is the one that Benicio Del Toro um, was in. He was in it. Yes, in the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Watch your fucking movies, Timmy. I watch movies, but like no, you don't. this game is a That's fucking train wreck. Okay. Like it's. It's horrible. It's terrible. It's bad. Well, I, 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 I guess from since all the movies technically Bond always like beats to share the other person. But so it, I mean, it never ends in an arbitrary boxing match. Like this, <laughs> this, it's not. Did you see the boxing scene from Goldeneye? How did it compare against the boxing? And scene then, from- and then the follow up with these great boss battles. The first mission on on Her Majesty's Secret Service uh, would happen to be a shitty-ass skiing downhill level where, like, if you hit a tree and then the girl you're t- you're following goes too far away, oh, it's time to start over. Uh, I want It's just not even fun. I want to create a segment called Trevor Plays Bad Games where you just play bad games and flip out. This is, this is fucking stupid. Like that game is fucking stupid. If you spent sixty bucks on 007 Legend, you, you need to go to your back to you know that store you went to and slap the guy that sold it to you and be that like game advisor. Well, I mean, yeah. After after they hear this podcast and those they better those, not ever listen that, to that, it. that those you know institutions that sell these games after they hear this. After they hear this, then they can get slapped. Before then, they probably don't give a fuck about 007 Legends because I sure as hell didn't. Yeah, I, I so didn't uh, know it existed until uh, I heard about your rant. Yeah, yeah. So uh, fuck 007 Legends. And to top it off, so they did put a Pierce Brosnan 007 movie in here, and I can imagine them not doing Goldeneye because they just you know re-released Goldeneye last. Wait, did they do um, another day? Yeah, they did. Out of all the fucking Bond movies, like, World World is Not Enough enough would have been better, way better than Die Another Day. Die Another Day is the worst fucking Bond movie probably ever that you could pick. The bottom three. And it's like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, Like, I don't necessarily blame the developer as much because Activision probably gave them six months to fucking make this game. Let's be realistic here. So, to Activision, fuck you. To Bobby Kotick, Fuck you, Bobby Kotick. Fuck you very much. Bobby Kotick. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I played that. <laughs> and let's do, go to a somewhat more positive experience. I played some Doom 3 BFG Edition, which is Doom 3. Um, it, Remastered. Just yeah, I mean, a little it's bit better graphics. Like, the graphics aren't crazy crazy good i mean it's it basically looks like if you played doom 3 on a pc back in the day so i mean it's i mean it still looks good it's the same game yeah but i mean like if you wanted them to change the mechanics the only thing they really changed was the fact that you could use the uh the flashlight at the same time that you were shooting 
That's the only thing they changed. What a great innovation. Yeah. But, I mean, it still plays like Doom. Like, there's no aiming down the sights. It's all just, like, run and shoot and kill shit. I mean, if, if you like Doom... Good. Um, it, Frank has a, this phone and has. A, if, go ahead, Trevor. I'm sorry, but if you, I mean, if you like Doom Three, I mean, it feels dated, but it should because it's eight years old. But it's, I mean, it's still a good game if you liked Doom. Back yeah, in, I just, back I hate out. John Carmack. And why is that? He's a douchebag. He said, "Well, you notice that none of his games have good stories." He said that a story in a game is as important as a story in a porn film. That that's well. Yeah, I disagree. Highly with that. But and the gameplay in his games is never like like super super. So he's more of a graphics guy than a yeah gameplay guy. And I just I don't know. He doesn't make good games. He makes good graphics engines. Yeah, but but, but he he's okay. regarded okay. as this. I'd say know. that. I mean, like I I kind of enjoyed Rage, but it was you know it wasn't great, but it, I'd say it was good. He's always like um, a step behind the curve, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that for Which, sure. But he acts like he's not. He acts like he's like a paragon of, of game design brilliance. I, I just think he's kind of an asshole. But anyway, yeah, he's too arrogant for his own taste. That's what it is. Yeah, don't know what that's like. So yeah, um, <laughs> then I played. I played a couple games for Indie October this week. Um, I played Shatter. Which is a it's a, it's another block breaking game which I played Wizard earlier yep. uh, for any October, um, but Shatter, Shatter is literally like the Geometry Wars of block breaking games, which I love because um, because when you shatter blocks and stuff you have like almost like Geometry Wars genomes where you collect the stuff, but instead of instead of doing like a multiplier type thing it adds to your power which gives you extra special abilities. To you use like a later. power bar or something? Yeah. Else? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, but but like it's it's really like quick and. And easy to play, and it's it's a lot of fun. Like I literally could probably sit there for hours. It does the leaderboard thing where it shows you the person that's right above you, so that you try to beat their score. Um, it has it has some pretty awesome boss battles in it too. Um, like the second boss battle, you fight like this this block breaking octopus. Um, it's block and it's that's exactly what they call it. Nicely done. <laughs> that's exactly what they called it. So. But the, the game's a lot of fun. Um, I know it's available on Steam and on, actually, the PSN, which I didn't realize at the time mm. that I played it. You it's, said uh, this game's called Shattered? Shattered. Shattered. Mm, okay. Yeah, Shatter. It's uh, it's it's really fun. It's a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. It does have co-op as well, actually. Oh, mm. Yeah, so. How much is it on Steam? Uh, Ten bucks. Is it about the same on PSN? It, I would imagine it would be ten bucks on PSN, mm. too. It's I liked it, it a lot. You know what? If it's ten bucks and you have places to play, Bet you probably would be free. I'm not sure if it was one of the free ones for PS Plus. No, okay. I, don't, I don't think it was. Oh, I'll have to check on that. Yeah, check on that. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then I also played Gratuitous Space Battles. That's what it's called. Yes. Um, it's a strategy game. Um, the combat is completely automated. So I don't know if I really. If I really got into it, then it seems like it seems like it's all about the loadout you bring, like how you customize your spaceship before going into the battle. Like you can you pick your fleet and you pick how many. Like you have so much money to use on a fleet, and you put that fleet and battle it against you know the enemy fleet. Yeah. Um, but it seems like how you how you build your your uh, spacecrafts 
and how you customize it, like with your weapons and your power and the shields and stuff like that, that matters more. Like your loadout basically mm-hmm. matters more than anything. So when they so, go into battle, you don't control it. No. So it's all about the loadout. Yeah. So basically, so, you're, you you build your fleet how you think you should, how you should have all their shields, their weapons, and then the probability of your massive fleet against someone else's. Yep. And then and you, you just, just watch the battle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, it lets you fast forward though, so you, like you're not just sitting there, you know. So. Oh no. So you can that. speed watch, it up. I'll watch the whole fucking thing. It's it's interesting. Like, does it have like a base building thing? Like when you're you're fighting these different battles in a campaign, or is it just? Uh, it does have a campaign like you do fight in a campaign but it doesn't seem like it has like base building elements or anything like that so um, it's not like like when your some of your ships die throughout this battle you can't like resupply your fleet no it's like once it's you're like done that, with your fleet yeah, once you're done you picking send your them fleet, out you send them out then, that's it do you watch them fight yeah, yeah. that's what it sounds but like. like but i mean like if you think you're gonna lose you can pull the fleet back Okay. And like basically retreat. give up, you know. So it's kind of like in like a civilization when you send like an army to fight an enemy army and they just kind of duke it out. Yeah. It yeah, out. in a way, yeah. It's But you have more control over the, the specifics. Right. Is it really in depth the customization? It it seems like it. I mean, I didn't play a ton of it. Okay. Um I think I don't know if it's just quite the game for me. Like it's like the game for me either because it sounds like right when it's about to be, yeah like, like to be I, I can I can understand <laughs> I can understand someone that's like really into micromanaging and strategy building their ship and stuff how right. they could get into it <laughs> but it just wasn't for me I don't think I mean there are a lot of games that have that that prep element where it's so in depth but then mm-hmm. once the battle starts you're still in control yeah this sounds to that's like, kind of what I expected but then it's like half a game know, it's like yeah. they got to the part where it's time to fight the battle and they're like oh, no, I don't know but then again at the same time it isn't any game and you know. They kind of went with. I mean, it, it graphically it looks good. Sounds like a prep system that was released as a video game. I mean, but I, I haven't played it so much. Yeah, I mean, uh, pass harsh judgment. Is it free? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm actually not sure how much it is on Steam because okay. um, I got it in one of like the indie bundles. Oh, okay, okay. So I mean, I, honestly, I probably only played paid like fifty cents for it or something like that. I'm sure because um, I yeah. usually go with. Was about ten bucks for the indie bundles. So, All right. anything else for uh, indie October? Um, that is it for this week. What's up? Ooh, okay. Well, Frank, would you like to talk about some some tales of graces? Well, I'm gonna hold off on tales of graces because that is just a, a whole ball of just. Is that another? Uh, yeah. Is just, that another rant? It, part of it's gonna be a rant, but we'll just save that for later. But I do want to talk about Darksiders Two. Okay. For those who played Darksiders One, you will actually like even more of Darksiders 2 because it has everything from Darksiders 1 and then just build it upon to where now whenever you just kill enemies mm-hmm. they drop like random loot like you can have you can get you can, oh. get, you can get greaves you can get weapons oh no shit you have got a, a random loot element to it that's yeah it has Jimmy a random, is now interested it's funny it has, how, how fickle I am it has, it has a like, random loot and it ooh, has a random, random uh, loot you have a level cap as well so you can go up to like level 20 okay and then um there's actual DLC coming out for it too so it may even expand the level on that yeah um well it's shocking how much Life, a random loot mechanic can breathe into a game. Like when you say random loot to somebody that doesn't play a lot, just think, okay, I guess, whatever. Random loot introduces the whole idea that every enemy you kill could drop something awesome, something amazing. So it, it, it makes you not only okay with replaying certain sequences and fighting the same waves of enemies over and over, it's, it makes you want to do that. Yep. You know, the games like Diablo yep. are built 
yeah. on random loot. If yeah. Diablo didn't have random loot, you wouldn't want to no, play it. Yeah. And with so, that said, like the random loot is also color coordinated as well, so it goes from white to purple. Not only and not only is it just weapons, but it's also chess pieces, your boots, weapons. I'm hoping weapons, both your primary and secondary. Now with that, with your primary, they're mostly like normal speed and fast. Mm-hmm. With your secondary weapons, they could be normal or slow. Can you with, get swords in this? You're you're playing as death, so basically your weapons are going to be built around built around. Sides. Oh, okay, I was. I was so you, about so that. your your normal weapon either could be sides, and I'm using the plural version of this because he has two. Mm-hmm. He 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 duels. Them. You know, I pronounced it Scythe until I was 22. Well, that's because you're retarded. Yeah. At least I know there's between anagrams and synonyms, but come on. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> but he has those. He no. can also get claws. Okay. So he'd be like a look like a Wolverine. He can also get like uh, hammers, which okay. are gigantic. And uh, glaives. Sounds like a very Ninja Gaiden esque. Uh, Almost, but he can't. He doesn't have all th- all four of these all at one time. You have to choose which weapons you want to use. Can you so have like two equipped at one time? You'll have two. So either you have your size with their normal speed, uh-huh. or your claws with their fast speed. You can choose one of those, and you got to cho- choose your slow speeds, which either is your glaive hammer. or your hammer. So you can only have two weapons at a time. Now, also, another big thing for gamers who like random loot, it's random, and it also changes what is wearing. So, it's not, so it reflects on his appearance. It, it re- reflects on his appearance. So he, you got every step of that right, because a lot of games that have random loot don't affect like the character's appearance. But, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's taken a very solid foundation that you laid down in Darksiders and just introduced all these RPG elements to... Mm-hmm. Really make what sounds like a game that I really want to play, like right now. Right. So I'm probably going to. Now, for those who did play Dark Sides 1, we all know that War had that block, and if you timed it right. Counterattack? You, you can do a counterattack. Mm-hmm. Well, here's your, here's the slight problem in Dark Siders 2. <laughs> Death doesn't block at all. He dodges? He, he dodges. So. Very, again, one ninja guy, you can block and dodge, but. Well. <clears throat> With death, their whole premise with death was he is nimble and agile. Uh-huh. So instead of him blocking, he'll just do a flip over you and do his counterattack that way. Okay. Um, is it more or less difficult than Darksiders 1? It's a little bit more difficult okay. because you not only do you not can't block, but there's more mobs coming at you now. Okay. Because you can get hit from all different types of sides. Um, you're evasion can end up if you use it too much or in the wrong spot you can end up getting even more uh more damage if you like dodged away from one enemy and even behind you attack from another enemy exactly okay um can you trade loot with other players or no there what the, the yes and no you have to get to a certain point in an area mm-hmm. to find this uh book to where you can actually, there's also called possess weapons, to where you can level up that weapon by okay. sacrificing other weapons to feed it. I like that. That's really cool. So you can build that weapon up. You can even rename it. So you collect other weapons that are like junk and you feed them into a good weapon. Yeah. Okay. 
That's now that's pretty cool. Those possessed weapons, they'll have a, a base stat, and once you keep feeding them in, it, it kicks it up. It'll kick those base stats up, and then at, at a certain point, it'll allow you to add even more stats or a new stat to that weapon. So, like, you can do an, another uh, critical chance or more strength or invasion or um, reaper points, which is how you change it to your reaper form. Does it have multiple difficulties? Yes. Okay. I've already started playing on, playing on Apocalyptic. So. Is that the hardest? Yes. Sounds like the hardest. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. Um, it actually makes you think before you actually go out and do your missions because there's a ton of side missions. Do you die a lot? Uh, I probably died in the 17 hours I've played maybe six or seven times. Okay. So if you're not paying attention, you will die. There are enemies out there that will one-shot you. Mm. Man, I did not know that that game had a random move. It's stupid to get hung up on that. Like, like, <laughs> like that's like I wasn't gonna look at it twice, but now that I know it has random loot, I'm like, has, oh, has oh, random yeah, loot. No. Um, has skill trees. Um, you can also do the possessed weapon, feed, feed it, build it up, and then you are also talking about exchanging weapons between players. Yeah. Well, as long as they're on your friends list slash or PSN network, if you build it up, you can actually trade it with them, but they have to be on your. Less has to be a must. It's not. There's not. Okay, a, so there's no like meeting place to meet right. random players, but you can still trade between your friends. Right. You can send them mail. Okay. And you can have that item in there. It's not like it's not like an auction house, basically. If no. Yeah. But the using fact that it, wow terms, it's not an auction house. No, yeah. I get what you're so I mean, the loot's not going to have like a real world value like it does in like an MMO or Diablo because you're really only right. trading with friends. But it's still cool to know that True. if I find like something that. Well, there aren't different characters, really. So I can't, like, find, like, a, a staff and be like, oh, Frank's playing as a wizard. He'll like this. Correct. But it's still cool. The, the fact that it's there is still cool. And I think for games like that, that's a step in the right direction to have not just the random loot, but the interaction between characters. Yep. All right. So you kind of sold me on Darksiders, too. I, I, uh... Give it a try. I'm telling you, you're going to like it. Oh, and also, if you remember how whenever war in the first one, whenever there was a chain you got to cr- climb across, he always did that hand over fist. Yeah. Type climbing. Mm-hmm. Well, death this time since he's nimble and quick, he'll grab onto that chain, flip himself up, and he runs across it. So it's the visual, actual difference between the two that shows that actually sells you. On one's like well. a, a fighter. One's like a roguish. I mean, they're both fighters. I guess they're both fighters, but more has more. The death has strength. More, death is the death has more. Agility. He's he's just as strong as war, yeah. but he just does it more stylish. Okay, so. Um, do you ever see War in this game? Have you seen him yet? You see him, per se. They're not like adversaries. They're like... You see him, per se, slash fight him, per se. Okay. I won't go into too much detail. Is it like... But, a, well, you're not going to go into detail. I'm not going to go like into too much detail. Nero kind of thing where they're like fighting and then they're like, oh, forget it. We're no, it's nothing like that, but I won't okay. go into detail or why. But they also go back and tell you the origins of the horsemen. Okay. So... Was the series based on a comic book? Uh, as far it? as I know, it was not based no, on a graphic novel. No. It was developed into a comic book. Yeah, I believe. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the game, yeah. the, yeah. the game that was when first, uh, first Darksiders came out. Yeah, they did produce uh, a mini comic book, and then I think they are making like a full blown graphic novel out okay. of it. Because it's a really cool concept. To play as the four yeah. horsemen and to have the and just the, all the art, the direction, all that in that series, I thought was really, really. Oh cool. yeah, oh yeah. Um, 
So yeah, again, I'm totally sold on Dark Siders. I'm gonna write it down. Dark Siders <laughs> too. Jimmy wants to play it now. All right. Um, anything else you want to say, Frank? About on Dark Siders, that that's about basically what I have came across. I've I know a few people who have played it, so they've played and completed it, and they had at least. 30 hours plus and that's not even doing all the side quests on the game so there is some longevity on the game as well so definitely give it a try if you're going to play it I definitely will um I guess now would be a good time for me to talk about spec ops I ran a spec ops are we really going to cross that line (laughs) it's funny that you say that because the line in the title is it's going to be hard for me to talk about this game because I've been thinking about it so much in my head, and I don't think I still even fully grasp what this game is all about. Um, I mean, as a game, it's not great. It plays like plays like a third-person shooter. Yeah, basically. it plays like Watered like, Down, yeah. Gears of War, okay. or maybe Uncharted. It kind of plays like that. Yeah. Um, and actually, if you want to do comparisons on Uncharted, the guy who voices yeah. Walker is uh, what's his name again? Uh, and why am I blanking on? I I, I kind of know it, but I Nathan Drake. Well, yeah. yeah, but the guy who played the, 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 the voice actor. Voice. Yeah, oh, the voice no, actor. never knew his name. Anyway, that's the same. As you look that up, that's the guy that does the voice of Nolan North. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even have to look that up. And Ice T does the voice of Adams, the Black Soldier, which is really cool. <laughs> it's always cool to have Ice T fighting with. Dude, Ice T is the man. Yes, Ice T. You you mean like slick bag, Mister SVU Ice T? Yeah, yeah. No, man. Yeah. We're talking about like Ice T, like some Lipton shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who I'd rather have fight with me, Ice T or Ice Cube. Because Ice Cube is the three kings. I mean. They both niggas, so you probably want a nigga in your corner. I definitely would. And I mean, <laughs> Ice Cube's all about shooting down them ghetto birds. So. Is that like a. What does that mean? That's an Ice Cube song, sir. Oh. Welcome oh, come to the on. 90s. Like, you're surprised that I didn't know what that was. Like, Jesus, I'm Tim, not. listen to some Ice Cube. Get, get with it. <laughs> you are the whitest person in the room, Tim, so. Always, really. Yeah. <laughs> in um, every room. Anyway, with, with this game. It starts out. The story is is really strong. Even just, and like I said, it's gonna be hard for me to talk about it. Is it gripping? It's gripping. Okay. Like, but the story it, it it's like two different paths. No, that's not the way to say it. Okay, for the first half of the game, it's a very well written, well acted, well presented military war action story. It, it takes place. It's. I think he's gonna talk about roles again. <laughs> Maybe. It's in Dubai. I'm going to go get some butter. Oh, shit. I forgot. I just realized what you're talking about. Fuck you. Okay. okay. It's, um, it takes place in Dubai, and the city has been swallowed by a sandstorm. Right. And there was. it's the 33rd American U.S. Army Bata- Division. Would that be their division? Why are you looking at me? Because you you're were, a veteran. You were in the Army. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, division. the 33rd. Yeah, division. They were there keeping the peace in Dubai. And then the sandstorm comes in and swallows the city up, and then we lose contact. And then months later, we hear, like, a radio signal from that place. So they send in this Delta squad. And as you go, it's like there our civil war has erupted within that regiment between the soldiers and the CIA. And then there's the civilians in it. It's a really interesting, gripping, like, documentary-style story. And it's – I mean, you see, like, mass graves – um, you see innocent people getting killed. It's really affecting. There's one point in the game where um, you come up onto this balcony and you're looking out 
over this this big pass, and you see this whole army there, and you're trying to decide how do you how do you get past this, and your black guy, um, Ice T Adams, says, "Oh shit, we have this white phosphorus. Why don't we use this?" And your other guy, it, it's like it's like the the devil angel thing. Like the other guy's always like, "No, let's not do that. It's not right. It's not moral." It's not always the black guy saying to do the bad thing. It, just, it in this case, it is. And so you do this, you get this white phosphorus mortar, and you fire it, and it goes into like the the Call of Duty Modern Warfare or AC-130, where you're like looking down and you see all these little white blobs running around, and you're just lobbing white phosphorus at them. And it gets to the end of it, and you see this whole mess of white blobs, which are people, and you're like, fuck yeah, this is going to be awesome, and you lob all this white phosphorus in, and then it's all over, and the dust settles, and you... You're walking through like all the mess that you've created. The whole landscape is all burned to a crisp. And you get there, and the 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 mess of white blobs. It was civilians, and so it's just all these dead civilians. And your guys are freaking out. And it it zooms in. I'm running out of breath talking about it. It zooms in on this. It's a mother and daughter, and they're like hugging each other. Like, when they were burned alive. Sounds like you're a fucked up individual, Timmy, if you did this. But, like, like, like it fucked me up. Like, and it zooms in, and your guy's, like, having this mental breakdown. And it, it's really realistic looking. Like, they're, I mean, they, they're basically melted, but they're, like, melted together. And <laughs> as soon as it happened, I'm not saying I cried, but you, I... You probably cried. I felt really bad. Like, it, I'm going to say it, it's going to sound... Yeah. the. Go ahead. It's okay to cry. <laughs> it was the most affecting... Thing, the most affecting image in any game I've ever played. Period. Even more than Homefront, some guy shot a six-year-old in the face? I didn't play that in here. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, guess in that case, yeah. I shut the system off as soon as it happened. I was like, that can't be the way that this goes. There has to be another way to do it. And I stayed... I mean, you can try to shoot at the soldiers from the balcony and not use the phosphorus, and I sat there for a half hour doing that, but you can't do it. You have to use the phosphorus. And... That's where the story kind of completely 180s. And then it's hard to explain. Basically, he's making, like, the wrong decisions the whole time. Like, the guy you're playing as. And, I mean, you can't... There's no element of choice here. So you're basically... The, you become the bad guy at some point. Like, you're, you're killing sounds civilians. Like my, you're, sounds like my game. Sounds like my game. There are these trucks full of water... And did you poison it? Did you did you contaminate you, you, it? You steal it so that the civilians can't drink it, and it, somehow this is like important to the mission. And toward the end of the game, it takes on this tone where the game is kind of like it like resents you. <laughs> like during the loading screens, it has little quotes at the bottom, but normally they say like push A to go into cover or push B to throw a grenade. And then at some point, one of them said, "Do you feel like a hero yet?" <laughs> and I double. I did a double take. I'm like, "Are you talking to me?" <laughs> You're talking it, to me. It goes further. You're talking than that. to me. There's a part at the end where Lugo, the other soldier, the not black soldier, is what I called him. Because I like the black guy. He, he was he was my dog. Um, Lugo <laughs> gets killed. He gets all these civilians. They mob around him and they hang him from a pole. And oh, okay. you get there with, and the black guy's freaking out. He's pointing the the machine gun, at the, he, and he's like, "Yeah, he and he's like, out. motherfucker, just tell me right now, I'll fucking kill him right now." And then in twenty years, right? <laughs> and then you're try, you're giving Lugo, and he's not coming back. And you stand up, and like it's all these unarmed people, all these unarmed men and women that did this, and they want to get back at him, and they, they're trying to get to you. They're throwing rocks at you, and I just fucking hosed them. 
Like the like Adams, like the black guy. I keep saying calling him the black guy. He's like, we should just let's just take him out, man. Fuck him, fuck him. And I was like, dude, you're absolutely right. And I shot a bunch of innocent, <laughs> not innocent men and women, but a bunch of unarmed people. I fucking hosed them with my machine gun. <laughs> and it, that's something for me to do that in a game. Yeah, I'm the guy who like you're the paladin. Like playing Baldur's Gate, if I accidentally killed a squirrel with my fireball, I reloaded. Like I didn't want to kill that squirrel. <laughs> like it's a fucking squirrel. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like I was that. Pissed yeah, off you that they probably hit one I, of those with your car. Come on now. And then after that, in real life, after that, I died. And the re, on my reload load screen, it said the U.S. military has stipulations against firing on unarmed personnel. But why should you care? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's a game that you feel like it doesn't like you. <laughs> And I'm, like, I'm not saying that, that. It sounds like I'm saying it as a joke. You really feel like the game doesn't like you. I feel that uh, Hideo Kojima had a hand in making this game. Just Which fuck. is interesting because it's compared to Metal Gear 2. Because it's considered a postmodern video game. Yeah. It's a game that questions what it's about, like, within itself. And I'm trying to think of some of the other loading screens. Um, it, one of them was, like... Uh, Killing innocent, what is it? Killing an innocent person is murder. Killing in the name of your country is heroic, but killing for entertainment is just harmless. It has all these little like taunts in the loading screens, and you get to the end of the game, and the whole time he's trying to get to this guy named Conrad, who is a colonel, who is the head of this thirty third that's been holding down this city and, and occupying it and stuff. And you finally get there, and he fought with him in Afghanistan too. The guy you're playing as Walker. And he, he finally, he's been radioing back and forth from just trying to meet him. And you finally get there and the guy's dead. The guy shot himself like months ago. So the thing is, the character you're playing as has post-traumatic stress disorder. And the whole time, the radio that he's had where he's been talking to this guy didn't have batteries. He's just fucking crazy. And the ending sequence, it can end one of four ways. Uh, one of them I saw, you shoot yourself in the head. Because <laughs> you're talking to the guy who doesn't exist this, this fake guy he's holding a gun and he's like what are you gonna do and then you can either shoot him and if you do you survive and you just you're by yourself in Dubai and I guess you die of thirst because there's no way to, to escape or you shoot yourself in the head it, those are the, the two endings that I saw well, so you said his name was Conrad yeah it's it's based on a book yeah Heart of called Heart, yeah by a guy last name Conrad yeah. yeah I looked into it yeah so it fucked up game. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's a. It was not what I expected, and you know the first half, like I was saying, that it's just. Like I a, really want to play more of it. Actually, yeah, I kind of want to play this now. Yeah, I mean, I I hope I didn't ruin it for you by by telling you anything that happened. But can I get? I'm get Mountain Dew real quick. No, I'll wait. Um, <laughs> I'm really thirsty. I don't know because I was talking so much. Are you about to die of thirst? I don't know, maybe not. But I played the game from, like, 8 o'clock at night until, like, 4 in the morning. Like, I was hooked. And, and the game itself, the gameplay is not that great. Yeah. It's it's generic, but... Yeah, I mean, the, the gameplay is definitely... Because I've played a little bit of it. And, yeah. And, yeah, the, the gameplay is very generic. But, but I wanted to play it for the story, but I just hadn't gotten a chance. Yeah. So... It, but it's one of the most memorable games I've ever played, just for the sheer fact that I feel like you. it didn't like me. Yeah, like, I've never felt that about a game that it legitimately was, like, making fun of me. Like, saying, oh, is this what you like? You like shooting innocent people in the face with a machine? Well, go for it. What the fuck cares, right? <laughs> You've never been to war. What do you care? And it's it, that's the one. It says, um, 
you'll you don't you'll never you don't understand and you don't you couldn't understand and you don't want to is what it says that's one of the loading screens which i guess is saying it's a guy who's been to war who's saying you're gonna you're always gonna get a kick out of this until you go to war and see what i've seen and it that stuck with me too um so that's yeah, what I think about. Sure. What's up? Yeah. What? <laughs> anyway, that's how I feel about Spec Ops. Not a great game, but a very affecting game, and one of the most unique. So a game that you should play for the story and not for the gameplay. A game basically. you should rent, but a game yeah. you should definitely definitely should experience. Exper- that's what I was just gonna say. A game you yeah. should definitely experience. Yeah. So that's okay. my two cents on Spec Ops. I'm out of breath now. Go get your round, dude. Thank you. Continue. So, Trevor. Um, now that you already did your rant on uh, 007, was there anything else besides uh, your indie, uh, indie October? Well, um, we do have um, some breaking news on the XCOM front. Okay. It was reported by somethingawful.com. Um, they, they actually got a letter from the, uh, from the president of Nigeria. Um, good luck, Jonathan. <laughs> um, real name, by the way. Might not be. I don't really know. But we have some we have some great quotes on to why his country decided to pull out of XCOM. Mm-hmm. Um, so first we have XCOM ignored our pleas for help because we did not offer them scientists and instead went on UFO vacation to France. <laughs> UFO vacation to France. He also said XCOM never bothered to launch a satellite above our nation. We hear excuses. Oh, sorry, President Jonathan. Half of our HQ is already satellite uplinks. This is not acceptable. <laughs> um, <laughs> they also talked about uh, a bridge in, in Lagos. Um, an entire bridge was destroyed by UFOs in Lagos, and XCOM landed a team to rescue a UN official who was standing for hours in the middle of the burning bridge. Thank you for the help with our precious bridge. <laughs> um, and then uh, the, the straw... That broke the camel's back was their their gas station, their precious gas station. And this is the quote from that. Um, <laughs> they send out an entire team of rookie XCOM soldiers to protect our precious gas station from the aliens. The UFO shot down over Mexico will wait. It was a training mission. Is not a good explanation when our gas station is in ruins. <laughs> wow. It was just a training and, exercise. And then the icing on the cake. And, you know... Um, I'm sorry, Mr. Jonathan. I don't feel these views are valid, but, I mean, I'm going to read them for, for journalistic integrity right here. Um, work, work, work. XCOM immorally promotes homosexuals attacking the families of Nigeria. Why is their armor so purple and pink, and why do they all have 1970s disco mustaches? Who is responsible for this? It is as if their entire organization is some sick joke, and it is shameful in the eyes of God. So, I mean, that is that is the Nigerian president, good luck Jonathan, on why his country pulled out of XCOM. A man of strong opinions. Yeah, it's, that's, some, that's some breaking news. Um, Nigeria was very good for providing um, like $60 a month. Um, which which we probably gave them anyway to feed the children of Africa in some campaign, I'm sure. I, so, never, I never really thought about it that way, that uh, I'm defending Nigeria from the alien threat, and they're giving me 60 months, which is like like my cable bill. Yeah, it's... Like, your cable bill is only 60 months? My phone bill. Oh, your phone bill. Yeah, one of them. It, you get what I'm saying. No. You no. Don't, you're really concerned about which bill that yeah. is, aren't you? 
my my video game that I buy once a month. Is oh, sixty bucks. Okay, oh there you Jesus. go. Jesus. <laughs> but normally those are sixty four nineteen. You know, after with tax. That is in Ohio with a seven percent tax. That was some more you know. And then noise out the battle. But uh, in in some other sad news this week. Like um, real sad news? Yes, it's it it hits me right right in the heart. Um, Xbox. Um, oh, they, I know what you're gonna say. They removed dis- the Facebook they, and Twitter apps. They unfollowed Twitter and they unfriended Facebook. What? I those. You know what's funny? Today is the first day I used that, and I thought while I'm using it, this is dumb. Yeah, and then right after that, that's apparently what I read. everybody else did. It, not only is it stupid, just in concept, it's so horribly designed. I yeah, mean, they they were really clunky. Yeah, like, and just not like not even functioning. See, like, the point of Twitter is to like do a quick quip on something you're doing yeah. or something you saw or which Twitter you know, lends itself well, I think, to playing a game because you could just tweet like, well, right, like so, like if <laughs> if you could from like if you hit the guide button and you could just send out a tweet real quick from the yeah, guy like sending a message that'd to be another great. player yeah yeah but you but can't. the fact that you can't it's just like why are you going to quit out of your game go into a twitter app send a tweet and then be like oh shit i got to reload the game now the whole now. point of the tweet is the speed at which you can exactly. send it out and you know you have your computer you have your phone you have all these channels you could go to for xbox you have to go to your dashboard go over to that it's panel. no longer called a dashboard it's, it's the not, home screen it's not a dashboard no it's no longer called a dashboard anymore. I think that's technically true. But for for our sake, we'll call it a dashboard. Okay. So, suck it, Microsoft. Anyway, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Microsoft. I didn't mean The that. whole point being that you have to go all the way over. And then once you click to load it, it takes like 10 minutes to load the fucking thing. Yeah, it was... <laughs> By then, you may as well just call it's, everybody and say, It's a hey, good guys. call for them to discontinue the use of those apps. Yes. It's <laughs> a good thing I never used them. I always have my phone with me. So. I don't have my phone, so this is bad news for me. So now, um, if you're going back to school, I would like to implore you to try out uh, Rice University. Um, because actually, starting next semester, they're going to offer the following course. Scandinavian Fantasy Worlds, Old Norse Sagas, and Skyrim. <laughs> wait, wait, there's wait, a, is that one course? <laughs> yes. A course? <laughs> Scandinavian fantasy worlds, Old Norse sagas, and Skyrim. That's right. You get to play Skyrim for college credit. I'm guessing you get to explore the... The world of Skyrim, I guess? Well, the whole thing is tied into Northern European literature. Um, it's the mythology. So th- this right? is their yeah. This is their quote from the course description. We'll consider the political saga of Skyrim, with its emphasis on the Empire and Rebellion, as pursuits made possible by way of Scandinavia, in order to think through what Scandinavian fantasy worlds are really about and why they resonate with contemporary Anglo-American culture. What this is is a college saying, "Hey, let's trick all these stupid white kids into paying thousands of dollars for a college credit, and they're just going to sit in a classroom playing Skyrim, which they could do at home, and they're paying thousands of dollars per credit hour to do this. But they're going to be like, oh my god, I'm going to college and playing video games. It's great because white kids are stupid. So next semester you're going to sign up, aren't you? I already did. <laughs> That's what that is. That's uh, exploitation." 
That is, that is. I feel I'm, I'm glad I've matured to the point that. I can, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Well, hang on, bear with me. To the point <laughs> where I can look at that and see it for what it is, and not be like, "Oh my god, I have to go to this school. Skyrim's a class." I see it for what it is. Mm, okay. Agreed. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Continue, sir. But you know what? If you're going there anyway and you need an English credit, why not? What was that face? Let's never bring that back. (laughs) Um, So this week... (laughs) Trevor's devil's advocate Um, face. (laughs) Well, uh, Bioshock Infinite. What of it? They released information about the collector's editions. There's two of them. Dose. You have the premium and the ultimate songbird editions. Can, they, can the can the really expensive one have everything that's in the other one, or is that not the case? Say it again. I want the really expensive one. Yeah, it does be... have everything. Okay, because I hate when they release two in one. It has stuff that the other one doesn't, and I feel like I want to get both. No, it has both, and uh, I know Trevor's going to go over it, but I can tell you right now, the songbird edition actually has the songbird. That's the protector of the girl who has the powers. And that is actually going to be in a separate, its own separate box. Wait, it's not actually a bird, is it? It's not a bird. It's a statue. It's like 9.5 inches. I thought it was a bird. Oh. It's a guardian bird. Wait, that's him. What do you mean that's him? Isn't that him? I can't that's see. That's a songbird. Yeah, that's the songbird. It's a guardian. Think of it as a bird version of a big daddy that doesn't oh, okay. play around. Okay, wow. But uh, that's going to be shipped by itself, uh, separate from the rest of the collectors. This is the question I want the answer to now. How much is the one that comes with the statue? Uh, one forty nine ninety nine. Remember how much the Bioshock limited edition? Yeah, it was, was? ninety nine ninety nine. Was, oh, was it? it even that? Yeah, I thought yeah, it was like eight. Pretty sure it was ninety nine. I don't think it was Bioshock two or one. One. I can't remember why. I, I think two, it was like seventy bucks or so. Two was or 80 bucks. two was ninety nine. I think it was ninety nine. Two was, I, I, I know two was ninety nine. Ninety nine. Right like, I'm pretty sure it was like seventy or eighty bucks. The first one. That's a big deal. It came with that fucking Bioshock Big Daddy, and it was like eighty bucks. Okay. This either is, way. <clears throat> um, moving on. Either way, we're paying twice as much. Yeah. Uh, the, the that edition comes with the Songbird. Um, both editions include a sixty four page mini edition Art of Columbia art book. Um, you know, because of course they all come with art books. Um, a well, twenty five millimeter resin cast handyman figure, uh, which ties into the upcoming Bioshock Infinite board game. Word. Um, you get a five by seven lithograph depicting propaganda for Devil's Kiss Vigor, a murder of crows replica bottle keychain. Frank's kiss sounds. The digital. I'm the soundtrack is involved. Is involved. That's what I was just about to say. The okay. digital soundtrack. And three exclusive in-game power-ups. Also included for the Xbox 360 are exclusive Booker and Elizabeth costumes. While the PC and PS3 owners get Bioshock Infinite themes. Because that's so much better than costumes. I don't agree with the <laughs> And back to point. the uh, Murder of Crows. Uh, remember how the tonics worked? Um, it was just something that you drank. Well, now this time, the Murder of Crows is an actual flask that has a crow's head on it, and you pop it off. I saw that now. And then you I'm drink it, and then like, a bunch of crows come out of your hand. That's pretty, pretty, awesome. pretty awesome. Yeah, the uh, the Songbird edition that comes with the Songbird statue is $149, but the premium edition is only $79.99. Oh, okay. So that's actually not too bad. That doesn't have the statue with it. It doesn't have the big statue yet. Okay. That's why I said the statue was going to be shipped by itself because it's actually made out of some very premium materials. I wonder who makes that statue. So, um, 
guys. Guess who forgot to ship activation keys with their latest PC release? Oh, shit. So, Ubisoft has a really tough time making PC gamers happy. First, it was with shitty DRMs on Assassin's Creed and other PC games. Mm -hmm. And this time, Ubisoft effed up again. Um, So, they've removed their always-on DRM, which required you to constantly stay connected to the internet to play their games. Mm -hmm. Um, However, um, when they shipped copies of Rocksmith in Europe, um, (laughs) which on one hand is a very secure product, (laughs) but on the other hand, they didn't send you the key to activate it. Uh So you can't use it. So you have to email them, I'm guessing, to get your key? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so, saying. I'm just saying. A couple days yeah. ago, I just got my bubble head for my Borderlands Two. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Was that something you had to? Like, so yeah, email? apparently, if you contacted Ubisoft, you got your activation code. Um, but yeah, that's that's a. Uh, Was that the someone the new, done fucked up? Was that the new Rockspet, the base one? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just came out a couple days ago. Yeah. So this is begging for the you had one job. <laughs> you yeah. fucked it up. It's like what the fuck, man. Goodness, this was your fault. Are you drawing a TARDIS over there? It's a uh, maybe it is actually. It was a building. No, it's a TARDIS. So now, now let's get back to our favorite subject from last week. What's we're going to talk about the motherfucking Wii U. Oh, that's shit. what we're talking about, Are bitches. Motherfucking Wii. So. Okay, so this week, an important things we needed to know about the Wii U. Satoru Iwata, president of Nintendo, mm-hmm. he got asked some very deep questions. And he's, he's, he, it's the hard-hitting stuff. How deep was he's it? He's letting us know. So he's good. talking to uh, he talked to us, talked to everybody Urban. about the Wii Pad's ability to work through walls. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Continue. So uh, apparently, apparently, um, there there were some problems with the radio waves that the Wii Pad sent out, um, where if you held it vertically, it may have been an issue. Um, which it's a fucking controller, so that would have been a big fucking issue. Um, you don't hold upside down. So, yeah, so this is what was said. To address why holding it vertically may have been an issue is because radio waves don't spread well underwater. But, <laughs> but the human body is 60 to 70% water. <laughs> These are his answers? Yes. Wait, he's... So it can interfere with radio wave paths. But it's outside the body. Fuck, man. We should have asked Reggie instead. Reggie would have given us the... Reggie straight fucking ball. Straight up. Wait, wait. When we we say Reggie, are we talking about Reggie Bush? No, Reggie Fils-Aimé. The president of Nintendo of America. Reggie Bush? Is he a... He's a football player. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't know football here. (laughs) Maybe I knew that, but I... Um, it sounds like a whole bunch of bullshit to me. It sounds like he was like, somebody was like, so is it going to work through walls? And he was like, well, your body is so, got water and it's <laughs> upside down. The speed of so, sound. Uh, so when we're, I'm, and, we're, and he also added, since you hold it both vertically and horizontally, it gets more difficult to place the antenna where the radio waves can easily this, reach it. Is this the uh, for the original Wii or the Wii U? <laughs> this is for the Wii U. So the Wii U does not work through walls, but it does work through water. Uh, That's well, what I got from well, it. And your body is... well. That's not all. Okay. All right. So, 
The product department team at Nintendo had to deal with this problem, as well as the wall issue. Of course, the team says working through walls depends entirely on what materials those partitions are made out of, which makes sense. Other factors, such as placing the Wii U on a metal surface, can reduce the Wii Pad's range. Because how many people's entertainment systems might have metal on them? Probably a lot. Um, and then one question, and this was this was the question that had to be answered. This is like the nail biter here, okay? I'm on the um, edge of my seat. One question the team got was if people will be able to use the Wii Pad in the bathroom. <laughs> yes, because I want to play my Wii U while I'm on the throne. We can joke about it, but we do. <laughs> that is an important question. And for the answer, we have from the product development team member, Toru Yamashita. I like think it was a live feed from the bathroom. Now, now think about this question, and the guy's name is Toru Yamashita. <laughs> Yamashita. <laughs> so, this is the answer we got from him. By the way... Wait a minute, and Toro is a bull. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. Are we, is this real, or is this real? <laughs> it's a real article on Kotaku, oh, which, which was an article that they released on Nintendo's website. Um, <laughs> Toro Yamashita, Japanese for bullshit. <laughs> he said, by the way... My living room and bathroom are separated by a single wall, and I was able to use it. <laughs> Is that a selling point? <laughs> so, everybody, to confirm, as long as your bathroom and, and your, your living room, room are separated by a single wall, you can shit on the toilet and play New Super Mario Brothers. U. With your me character. Just make sure you got the single pane walling, maybe drywall, not too thick. What was this? Was this, this wasn't a press conference. <laughs> no, Nintendo does a feature called Awada Asks. A lot. <laughs> <sighs> and this is, you know, the biting need-to-know information about this the dude. upcoming Wii U. Oh my god. Remember the Vitality Sensor? Does anybody remember that? Uh, yeah. The what? The, the, <laughs> what is exactly. with this guy? So the thing that was introduced at E3 and never saw the light of day? Yeah, because <laughs> people were like, why do the fuck do you need, <laughs> you need to see people's no, There's heartbeats, nothing you know, we can like, say that hasn't been said about how absurd. <laughs> well, That it made it all the way to E3. Now, somebody now, along now that the way, I know from the heart that... Toru Yamashita is looking out for us. <laughs> I can rest easy. I'm not convinced when we get this the Wii. is real. There's no way that Toru Yamashita <laughs> bullshit bullshit talk to somebody about how you can play the Wii U while you're taking a dump. I mean, as long can, as you have single panel walls, uh, or, <laughs> he can do it. You can do it. It's real. It is on. It is the sources on Nintendo's website, and it's on their website. So go Nintendo, go wow. Nintendo. Um, All right. And in, in other Wii U news, um, Call of Duty Black Ops. Oh. Um, they have a service called Call of Duty Elite, which quote quote is going to be quote free. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Call of Duty Elite is going to be free now, according to Activision, which is a whole bunch of bullshit. Lots of air um, quotes being thrown around right now. And they're basically they're basically talking about how now you have the season pass for the DLC, which is the same exact fucking thing that the Elite was. What is you the just Elite get then? all the other stuff from Elite free, but not the maps. So, so what does that mean? It's then? it's not really. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. Yeah, we're like just it, we're just calling it something else. Yeah. So 
Good job, Activision. But they also revealed that for the Wii U version of Black Ops 2, it won't launch with Call of Duty Elite. So anybody that wants that stuff... Can't get it. And you buy a Wii U, which why the fuck would you buy the Wii U version of Call of Duty Black Ops? <laughs> um, looks like you're... Uh, Retarded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Toru, Toru Yamashita says your shit out of luck. You, you just don't even say the whole thing. Just say bullshit. And everyone, know, everyone will know what you're saying. I just, I'm just imagining me but, sitting on my toilet playing and being like, oh, motherfucker, I can't be elite, really? But, and, and then I flushed. And I will quote what Activision told Kotaku. They said they are working with Nintendo. To bring it to Wii U. So, yes. That gives me much confidence. So, for all seven of you who are really psyched about Call of Duty on the Wii U... Maybe you should just buy a fucking Xbox. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, fuck it. Buy a PS3. There's a lot less competition on it. I think you said, come on, get your can. So... Remember that? Oh, so, so, so let's talk. Let's talk more about some some Black Ops Two and some multiplayer experiences that you're gonna have on the Wii U. Mm. Um, so I'm assuming you guys might want to chat with your friends while playing the Wii U. Um, I don't know if that's such a great idea. What friends. Uh, well, to that other guy that you met on the internet, you know that sounds has a Wii U. Sounds good. The one that's trying um, to talk to your daughter. Okay. Yeah, you know. Um, so just got real. Uh. <laughs> So, according to an article that was on Kotaku and Joystick, um, so the voice chat support uh, for the, the Wii U looks looks rather ominous. Ominous voice support. Continue. Uh. <laughs> um, select games will support voice chat via third party. Officially licensed headsets plugged into the Wii Pad's headphone jack, but voice chat will not be standard across all games or even the system itself. Um, even though the Wii Pad has a built-in microphone, it can't be used for voice chat. What is it? It's it only for, for like in-game it's, function? No, it's for like video chat. For their video chat features and stuff. Which that makes no fucking sense, Nintendo. Like, seriously, if, if you want to give play, players like a multiplayer experience, and then I you just... video chat with somebody just, sitting on the toilet? <laughs> fuck. It's, yeah. it's going to happen. Someone's going to be on the so, phone. Like, hey, what's going on? Oh, fuck, I'm never going to accept an invite from Tony. Why are you shitting <laughs> right now? Never. Well, I mean, <laughs> do never accept a Wii U video chat invite from Tony. But, He's pooping. <laughs> That's not all the complications. You know he's Okay, so, so if you want to play the Wii U like a regular game system and buy the Pro Controller... Um, 60 bucks. Well, you, first you have to pay 60 bucks, And then... <laughs> and then the Pro Controller doesn't have a headphone for a microphone. So for a game like Call of Duty Black Ops, players will need to plug their headset into the Wii Pad and set it next to them while they play with the Pro Controller. Wow. Which kind of almost makes sense because uh, when no. they came out with the ca- classic controllers, mm-hmm. there was no plug into the system. They had to plug into their fucking remote. It doesn't mean that made or, sense. It just, <laughs> that just means that just means that shit crazy. It means they haven't learned anything oh, uh, stupid yeah, about their first system. Which makes sense because they still haven't learned anything. Yeah, so... This so embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Go, Nintendo, go. <laughs> um, that's... 
Not yet. So, and the the only games that are going to support voice chat are Assassin's Creed 3, Mass Effect 3, and Black Ops 2. Those are the only games? Those are the only games. Aren't they also putting... At launch. Aren't they all... Oh, those are launch. Okay. Yes. They're putting Darksiders 2 on that game, on that system as well. Yeah, Yeah, I do believe it's a launch, though. Yeah. Um, Nintendo has yet to announce voice chat chat support for any further games. So yeah, yeah, Nintendo. And this really, is a, really excited about the. And Wii this is a guys. company that started out making playing cards. Yep. Well, <laughs> well, it seems like the deck is stacked against them. I bet, <laughs> I, bet, I bet if you could go back in time, even at the card table, there's probably like a giraffe card. So it's like, fucking, these guys can't even make a decent card. Why did they do this? Why does Nintendo do this? What's this fucking it giraffe make about? Any sense. It doesn't do anything in it's, this it, game. Literally, it doesn't. Like, it just says giraffes are native to Africa. Blah blah blah. I get it's a, it's educational. All right, cool. I know a lot about giraffes now. <laughs> I bet any money. That's a conversation that really happened. <laughs> it, it did because it just happened right now. Because I can't imagine Nintendo actually knowing what the fuck they're doing, even if they're just making playing cards. <laughs> Something had to have gone awry. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Trevor? So, so that, that's that's about it as far as breaking hot news. <laughs> oh. I uh, you say just, hot, I say not. It shocks me that a, a company can fuck up that badly. With a system that continually, like the, the Wii, you know, like it's it's it just seems to me like every move they make, they fucked up. I want to make a they video set to up. that yeah, fucking fuck like exactly. song and just. Uh, but no, literally, if you look back at Nintendo's every history, step you yes, I want to just I want wow. I want to a video montage with that song playing and just all the stupid things Nintendo has done, like four Game Boy Advances plugged into a GameCube because it's the only way you could play Crystal Chronicles multiplayer, which was fucking stupid. Yes, um, there are a company that just couldn't like. It seems like. They, like, like they have. Let me think of how to articulate this because I, I used to be a passionate Nintendo fanboy. I stood by Nintendo through thick and thin. I was the only kid that got a GameCube day one who was excited about it. I, everybody else was like, GameCube, what are you doing? You and your Luigi's Mansion. And then you were like, Resident Evil 4, motherfucker, when that came out. But. They, it's it's like <laughs> they the, the obvious, the, the answer, the, the, the right thing to do is right there. And Nintendo's like, no, no, not for me. Internet, nobody's going to play on the internet. The, <laughs> internet, the internet's not even going like, to be hey, around Nintendo, in years. Well, let, let's look at the Xbox and the PlayStation 3. This is how you do it right. Nintendo, and Nintendo's like, I mean, fuck, we can't do what they're doing. We're Nintendo. We have to be different. They are in a unique position in that the Xbox and the PlayStation are obviously going to be the gamers. Well, I mean, I mean the, the adult gaming systems. Nintendo had to find their place. If they tried to compete with these other two systems, both of which are DVD players, both of which have... Well, the fact that they had online support and, the, and Nintendo didn't, that was Nintendo's And you know fault. what? The fact that you couldn't even use a Wii as a DVD player is fucking baby town for all its... The first Wii, yes, but are, yeah. they, are they fixing that mistake in this one? <sighs> Wasn't that like, didn't they make other Possibly. versions of the Wii? Could... I, believe, I believe on this Wii, you, still, you can use it as a DVD player. Well, and... it's about time, Nintendo. Well, Welcome to the PlayStation fucking Again, 2. Again, like just now, they're... Welcome to 2000. That, yes, I was just going to say, they're <laughs> always behind. Like, now we can watch DVDs on our Wii. DVDs we bought in 2000 like Blu-ray you know, is where everybody's I was going to say and like the next Xbox will probably have a Blu-ray right, player yeah. uh, um, just uh, check for me real quick on the basic uh, Wii U what um, <clears throat> audio um, audio and video cord is it coming with it, it, it says HDMI capability correct it? you are correct but what is it but I know with? the deluxe is coming with a HDMI cord period 
I want to mm. see what the the basic is coming with. Probably because works. if it comes with just a regular HDMI cord, not everyone has HD TVs. Oh, I see what you're saying. That if you buy that, you won't have a, an audio radio cable. Yeah, because I don't have HDMI on my TV right now. Um, that is an interesting question. But as he's looking that up, because I know that they, as we as a uh, Nintendo as a company, wanted to somewhat start taking steps to compete with Xbox and PS3. They made sure baby that steps. baby steps <laughs> like like two week old baby steps. Yeah. Trying N- to get okay. uh, Nintendo's offering the Wii U to basic configurations. Yep. The two ninety nine basic set includes the system, touch screen enabled gamepad controller, a stylus, a sensor bar, AC adapters for the system and gamepad and an HDMI cable. So it looks like it has both. So the basic version has an HDMI cord and I know the deluxe has all that Mm-hmm. The basic edition that you didn't mention has a 8 gig memory stick that's supposed to come with it. Deluxe, huge fucking gap. Yeah. Black coloring, yeah, 32 it, gig stat, uh, 32 gig uh, yeah, stick, inter- yeah. internal. And, and then, then it has, the, you know, a um, copy of Nintendo Land, the best game coming out for it. Fucking it's still Nintendo surprisingly Land. small, considering Not really. like, with Not the WiiWare. For Nintendo. But I mean, considering how much. Oh, and, and it comes yeah, with. Know, know. And, the, you know, the upgraded version comes with a gamepad charging cradle. Yeah. That's cool. Because, you know. But and my, a console stand. But my whole point was. Hell yeah, Nintendo. These two systems. Those since PS2. <laughs> but my whole point is these two systems are coming with. With an HDMI cord, to which I know they'll probably have the adapter to use component or regular AV cords, but it's yeah. coming with a standard HDMI cord. So it doesn't cord. come with a- well, it- AV or component? Yeah, actually, no, it doesn't. It's just an HDMI cable. Wow. <laughs> so, not only that... So we're, we're taking leaps and bounds right, in yeah, audio so, video so, technology. Yeah, they're, they're taking leaps... In the HD space, but in but the then, like, practical sense, right? Like, you're still, you know, you're gonna get, you know, clueless, basically, just someone that has a standard TV. Yep. And is like, Not hey, I want to play my Wii U. Can't uh, do well, that. guess what? We'll probably have a cable for you that's gonna cost thirty bucks. Yeah, I was this close to buying one too, but now, no, I wasn't actually. I, I don't want a Wii U. I mean, in the practical sense, people are probably going to buy that $30 cable, which we, you, we Nintendo, will come out two months after the system comes out. Do you guys think yeah. the Wii U is going to be successful at the beginning? Uh, at the beginning? Was, was the regular Wii successful Will it sell out? Yes. But will it be... But, but also, it'll probably have limited market penetration, because it'll, it'll only be a limited amount of Wii, Wii U's available. I think word of mouth is what initially drove I think Wii. that's what drove the Wii. I don't think yeah. it's going to end up being the phenomenon. No, that, because it, it that doesn't have Wii that was. fresh, like, oh my god, I can really bowl thing going for yeah. I don't think the Wii U is going to be very No, successful. because it comes with fucking Nintendo Land. <laughs> if you buy the deluxe set, it comes with fucking this Nintendo Land. Like, <laughs> and that is bullshit, dude. Like, if you want a fucking good... Why? Like, if... Even if they would have fuck, fucking made a game called Wii Sports U and it was just fucking Wii Sports redone for the fucking Wii U, would it would have it would have sold better and it would have been a better fucking game. What is Nintendo? And yes, Wii Sports, the... Wii Sports for like a simple pack-in game was one of the best games on the system because it was fun to play. And yeah, yes, play listeners, you are having deja vu. We're back to this point again. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ, Nintendo! I can't help it. It's <sighs> dumb company. <laughs> yeah. What the hell are you guys doing? Like, me? 
No, he's talking to Nintendo. Nintendo. Oh, sorry. He's talking to Nintendo. Nintendo. Awada. Reggie, why haven't you just, like, karate chopped Awada and been Reggie. like, bitch, I'm Reggie. I'm gonna fix this shit. Because we know that's what he wants to do. Reggie has a hard job, man. Yeah, dude, yeah, he does. He's gotta polish the hell out of some turds. That's pretty much <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Professional turd polisher is what he is. Yes. Man. Yes, he is. And Reggie, we appreciate the hard work that you do. Jesus. Anyway, um, any other articles for us, there, Trevor? Uh, no, that, that about wraps it about up. wraps that part of it up. Um, we'll talk about now. We're going to talk about the the releases that we have left. Oh, okay. For oh. the holiday season. Um. So, starting actually tomorrow. Oh, we God. have don't don't mention it. We have it's gotta be a Nintendo. We have the great the great sequel to the hit game from last year. And Mr. Frank Carter. I fucking hate you. I fucking hate you. What are we talking about? <laughs> fucking Skylanders Giants. I'm, oh wow. So apparently to collect all the Skylanders Giants figures, you can sink five hundred bucks into that. Um, which you probably already sunk $500 into the first game. So, you know, if you're a big Skylanders fan, you've already spent a grand on it. Can't fault the, the marketing there. That's I, I mean, it, look, hey, hey, it's it's smart business. Whoever but, whoever came up with Skylanders, I, I give you props. You're a fucking genius. But why are, you, why are you making my job even harder with these fucking parents and this fucking this bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, they, I saw, mean like, they, they saw the Pokemon market, and they yeah, they, they, they basically made tools. physical Pokemon. The, the, yeah, they made physical Pokemon, and then remember back in the day when they had they re-released Pikachu, but it was a different picture. That's what the fuck yeah. they're doing this time. Yeah, some yeah, of the, some of the characters from yeah, the last some of the characters are the same. They're the same character, but they're in a different. Pose. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> and the, but and then the, no, they we're all, not milking the diehards there. But they are also allowing if you already have Chop Chop, you already have them maxed out. Is that a you, that, that, yeah, that's, that's a one of the characters? That, that's one yeah. of the characters. Gotcha. You can take your old Chop Chop and put them in the Skylanders Giant at the level you already have them at because there's an RF chip inside the base of it. They're, they're, you don't need to buy a new Chop Chop in this awesome new pose. That's but, dude, but dude, he's got a new pose. Come on, I can't now. get fuck another new pose. Dude, Chop Chop. <laughs> dude, fucking, you, you can get Chop Chop can chop at a different angle. I'm, I mean, in this new pose. I mean, I you, mean the new. Po- you you got to come at it from all angles it's, here, it's Frank. On, so. It's on a portal of power. It's not moving. The character that's moving is on your screen. Yeah, man. And, it's the same guy. Yeah, same guy. And oh, hey, and, and guess what? There's some giant characters now. There, too. There's some giant characters, but. Here's my other... The giant character's cool. There's only one giant for each element, and there's only eight elements for that. But here's my here's my big bone for this. <laughs> they took some of the characters that not, they're not re-releasing in different poses. No, they are re-releasing them in different poses, but they're giving them a new name. They are the light core version of the old one. So now, not only you put them on that portal, they light up. So... Now all the other characters don't light up on that portal. Oh man, they look this, prettier. They look pretty. Oh shit, and shiny. They have, they I'm have new that. powers. I kind of want them. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and they have new powers. They could do more stuff. So I just, uh, just uh, I can't. I don't, I don't, I'm going to hate tomorrow. I need. I need another beer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, um, let's move on to Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday has some better releases. Yes. Um, firstly, Forza Horizon comes out on Tuesday, mm-hmm. yep. which is essentially Forza um, taken in uh, basically a Need for Speed route. Um, where it's yep. more of an arcade type racer. Um, and it's actually been getting some really good reviews. Um, I'm looking right now. Kotaku gave it four out of five stars. Or, sorry, joystick, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be a solid game. Did they mention what they uh, also did? Because I heard of this, and I actually like this concept. Forza, the guys who make Forza, yep. they're partnering up with Google Maps. And for DLC over the couple next over the couple months that the game is out, mm-hmm. they're gonna just choose a random street or like stretch of road. stretch stretch road, and like actually configure it into the game make that and course. make it a course. Yeah, and make it a track and a course or a that's, drag. That's a really cool idea. So that is, I, mean, I don't I don't know if they're gonna just I don't know if they're gonna do like one track per month or like do five tracks. Just, do you have to pay Put for these, or is this free? I'm thinking maybe because there's a season pass. Yeah, there is a season pass. I mean, the season pass is pretty pricey. It's I think fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I but mean, they, granted, they release like cars like every single right. month. So they're going to be releasing like cars. They're going to be. I'm thinking they're going to do at least maybe two or three tracks per month, and that maybe like starting. So two I mean, months it's a lot it of content, out. but. Are either of you guys time. actually excited about this game? I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll like, check I it mean, out. I like Need for Speed. Well, the Need for Speed games that Criterion does, I like. Like Shift. Yeah. Shift is crazy. No. Uh, Need for Speed uh, Hot Pursuit. Oh, okay. Hot Pursuit. Shift is the, the, Criterion will be doing the newer one. Yeah, and Criterion, Criterion's doing the new Most Wanted. Okay. Which looks really good, which we'll talk about in a few years. Actually, the, the Shift games um, got really good reviews. Like they were, Shifts were good. The, yeah, the Shifts were more like almost their answer to like a Forza. It, it was or, like the opposite of what we're talking about. Right. Here, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but like this interests me because I'm more interested in like street or arcade type racing than I am in Forza personally because I don't know jack shit about cars. You know the burn. I mean. That's what we need. Well, that's basically what most wanted is going to be because it's done by Criterion who made the Burnout game. Burnout, yeah. So that that's that's why I'm looking forward to that game. But but yeah, Forza Horizon, um, getting good reviews. Um, if you like racing, if you like more arcadey than you do, you know the regular Forza. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it'd be more for you. Um, but I'm sure it still has. I'm pretty sure you can still customize a lot of that stuff like like Forza normally allows you. So yep. you might still enjoy it as well. Um, so we got that. Um, and then we also have Metal of Honor Warfighter. Now, this game looks is going to be... The look of it should be very, very good. It's just not getting enough... Attention. Attention to it. Because of Black Ops 2. Exactly. Because it's basically Black Ops 2. From no, it's You don't not. think so? No. Explain to me the difference. Uh, well, I mean... The only reason why people are getting Black Ops 2... Mm-hmm. For zombies. Well, I mean, it's the next Call of Duty, so the, the multiplayer but, in general. But, 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 but I mean, it's basically a modern warfare right, it's, shooter. It's, yeah. If you would have said modern warfare is like, you could compare Metal of Honor with modern warfare series, I can understand that. But the most anybody would want to play the Black Ops, Black Ops Two, or World War or War at War is for the zombies, I, which I mean, always made me mad because if you just wanted to play a first person shooter. For zombies, why don't you just pick up Left 4 Dead or Dead Island or Dead Rising? I mean, I agree, but I I think Call of Duty, regardless of of whether it's in the Modern Warfare series or the other one, it it, it does become the new Call of Duty that everybody plays until the next one. So I think the multiplayer is still very valid, even if if it's 
a Treyarch Call of Duty. But, but my mean, question is, Medal of Honor. Well, for this new Medal of Honor, they did a little something a little bit different. Now you can get to represent your nation's like top dog of military and face off with the other ones. So America plays against. So like, um, Russia has their uh, Spesnaz. You'll actually represent Spes. Yeah. Wait, so when you play, if you're playing in the States, you're going to play as the American team? and Like gonna... like uh, either Green Beret or the Navy Seals. So am I always going to be on a team with Americans? Possibly. That would be cool. That's a cool yeah. idea. To yeah, have... it's, it's almost kind of like, uh, like Is that Mag in a way. Is that yeah. how? It almost seems like Mag in a way how, where in Mag you picked like your nation yeah. or like your, your mm-hmm. side and you yep. couldn't switch from that once you, you picked that and it was they're, like a big war basically going on. Their right. basic tagline is you're representing your, your nation's uh So I'll never best. be on a team with somebody from Russia. Is that the idea there? That, that's pro- that's the idea, yeah, but I don't, there's probably going to be like loopholes and through that. Internet. I'm but, sure. But yeah. the idea like, is that Americans will play with Americans yeah. and they'll play against Russians. Right. Yeah, okay. Crowhounds kind of did that too. Yeah. Because you had different factions and stuff. I I just feel like Medal of Honor... Yeah, I mean, like... It's the other Call of Duty. Yeah, it's it's another Modern Warfare game, and, like, I'm just just kind of tired of those games. There's no room for it, because Battlefield 3 has the hyper-realism... And massive maps. And massive maps. Battlefield 3 is more the... It's more like the strategic yeah, one of the two. Yeah, it's a thinking man shooter. Where Call of Duty is the running gun, the 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 for, for the masses, it's, the, the it's, fucking you know for the guys who play Madden and Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah the people who every year for the, for the bro fisters thing. Um, and then Halo has its own thing, but there's no room for another game with guys in fatigues carrying M16s, eight on eight death matches. The, the, why would you? Well. Um, I, I'm hoping to get my hands on it. Metal of Honor? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out. It. I'm not going to buy it. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not paying $60 mm. for that game. But uh, I'm going to check it out um, if I obtain a copy. And next week, we'll see what I think. I think see if somebody needs to go back to either World War II or do a different war. Because Call of Duty and Battlefield, those are the two games that have that modern war thing mm-hmm. locked down. And if you're Metal of Honor and your reputation Yeah, it's just kind of like the other... Medal of Honor used to be yeah. the top dog until 2015, which developed Allied Assault, went to become Infinity Ward and started Call of Duty. So, I mean, Medal of Honor was like the springboard for Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and then it just never could keep up yeah. with that series, because all the talent left, basically. And it's and they're still trying to Yeah, but they're going about it, it the wrong yeah, way. I mean, not... the, the thing you're talking about with the, the countries, and, and you're on that team, that that's cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think they have some good ideas. I, I think that's it's just... It's hard to innovate in a thing like if you're going to yeah, be a military shooter it's hard to that, find yeah. new ideas and that's something new and, and, and cool but they should go back to what if it was World War II and you if you were in Russia you're playing as the fucking Russians and you have Pepeshaws and yeah. T-21 tanks and if you're in America you're playing as you know you've, you've got M1s and Thompsons yep. that would be a lot cooler and, and, and Medal of Honor is traditionally identified as the World War II series that you know all yeah. four of the original Medal of Honors were all World War II so I think they're on to something good but again setting it in, in the modern war era is not the smart thing to do I, w- I would agree with that especially considering I would the- agree I would agree to that but then you also gotta remember they have to also make a game that's going to sell yeah. so if everyone wants the basically, modern warfare thing I mean basically Medal of Honor is the off year battlefield 
I because think, it's EA as well. Yeah, as Battlefield. And I mean, yeah, but I mean, as they a, feel that they have to have that game every year to compete with Call of Duty. When I, the the one that came closest was Battlefield Three. Yeah, um, but at, it, at the same time, still doing really well. Yeah, I mean, it's online exactly. But I mean, Modern Warfare. So I feel like Metal Warfare. If, if you also didn't know, if you pre-ordered Medal of Honor Warfighter, you got the beta for. Uh, Battlefield 4 so they're already in the oh, making okay. for Battlefield 4 anyway I feel like Medal of Honor is kind of in the position of Nintendo against like Sony and Microsoft yeah. they're trying to find that little niche of their own and I feel like old fashioned war like World War 2 especially if you're going to do a country by country yeah they did something different yeah that mm-hmm. would be really fucking unique to go you know it's like oh shit we're fighting the Russians they have Pepeshaws and they're actual fucking Russians like <laughs> there's something really cool about that yeah but Man, I, I hope somebody really, does make. I that really game. want that game. I know. Actually, right? like, just that's a really good idea that I just. It's like the last, the last Call of Duty that I really enjoyed was probably two. I mean, the you, first one was good, yeah. but like, I don't know. Like, I preferred the World War Two ones personally. Um, I, I mean, if you're. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I I just think I like the weaponry a lot better. In, because at some II. point, when you're when you're playing modern war, war games, you're you're using the same. I mean, it, it's the same thing to say for World War Two. You're going to be yeah. using the same guns, but I mean, every every call do now. It's the M4. It's the M16. Yeah. It's the Famas. It's, it's you know, yeah, just a new skin basically. Yeah. So go back to World War Two. Famas for being a machine gun. Fucking so. developers. Like it, it's it's been what ten years since I played a fucking World War Two. Not ten years, but it's been nah, a, long it's... enough. Maybe five. World years. at War was oh eight. Uh, yeah, two thousand eight. So four. four it'll be five years. Next year will be five years. It's time to go back. Yeah, to the good war. To the way back <laughs> to the machine. Good war. The great war. To the way back machine. We First go. War is the great war. Um. So coming out on October twenty eighth, we have for the first time in the third dimension, we have. The ever popular man in the top hat, Professor Layton, oh, in the shit. Miracle Mask. I love Professor Layton. Um, which, if you like Professor Layton and you like puzzles, I'm sure it's going to be a should great be game. Good should be good. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Professor Layton games are always good. I wish they hadn't gone in the third dimension with it. They should have kept it just this, the cool 2D art. Dude, style. come on, man! Now, now it's now it's like you see the hat and you can actually like look at it and not actually feel it. But like it's almost like you can touch, touch it. it. Yeah, I know. But there was a really they had a really cool art style with that, with the two D cartoons well, it, and the cutscenes. Yeah, I mean it still has the cartoon style. It's just it's basically like like if you turn like a cartoon into like a three D movie, you know that's what it's cel shaded. I guess is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I have to I have to see it. Yeah. Um, but then uh, after that, on October thirtieth, we have the three big daddy. Games. We have some big daddies here. Um, and not Bioshock SS. Infinite. We have save it for last. Save it for last. We have Need for Speed Most Wanted. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be which I mean, it's a Need for Speed game made by Criterion. It essentially Need for Speed Most Wanted is the spiritual successor to Burnout Paradise because they t- they took a lot of ideas that they introduced in Burnout Paradise and it looks like they're throwing them into Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they still have you know the car chase stuff that that. Made most wanted famous. Yep. Um, so it, it it looks really good. It's going to be a Criterion racer. I'm I really want to play it. So it's I mean, gonna, that's it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, then you have for the Vita Ragnarok Odyssey, <laughs> which turns some old school Ragnarok online that 
me, a man named Jack Steele, and a man named Kent Gamble used to play nice quite a bit of And Timmy played a little bit of that. Um, but they're adapting it for the Vita as a role-playing game, um, which which could be good. Is it um, as an MMO, or is it just a... No, it's a multiplayer monster hunting action RPG, so it almost seems like they're trying to crib off, you know... Monster Hunter? Monster Hunter's Grill, so... <laughs> that's not a good idea, because that's a big deal in Japan. Monster yeah... Hunter. I don't, I don't really deal. see it doing well over here. That um, might actually be like the biggest game in Japan right now is Monster Hunter. It's They love yeah, Monster I think Hunter so. over there. I don't know why. It's, you're hunting monsters. What's they're Japanese, man. Um, and then we have a, a game with the subtitle Liberation also coming out for the Vita. And that would be Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation, which is a completely different story than the one you'll get in the main Assassin's Creed 3 storyline um, where you play as a female assassin. That's cool. Yeah. First female assassin in America, and she's African, half African, half French. Yeah, because it it actually takes place in New Orleans, so the Creole background makes sense. So a black French female assassin? Yeah. Yep. Aveline de Grand Prix. Oh, oh, and that also takes three years after Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, so it's not a prequel. No. It's a sequel to the prequel. That's also coming out the same day. Wait, That's Assassin's Creed 3. Three. Sequel to the prequel? Assassin's Creed 3. Wait, because oh, okay. it's Connor, yeah, yeah, Connor Kenway that's uh, the before. I got it now. I'm, I'm, got it now. I I'm, I'm sorry for the <laughs> wordplay, Tim <Ken> Smith. <laughs> it wasn't even wordplay. It was yes, it was. <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> so, yeah. Assassin's Creed 3 takes place during the American Revolution. And I am really looking forward to that game. I'm really looking forward to this as well because there's going to be a season pass for this game where the season pass is actually called The Tyranny of King George. What if George Washington was a bad guy? So, yeah, that's, um, that's a cool concept. What, uh, what do you guys know the specifics of that? Like, is it that he wins the war and then makes himself? Well, it's, king? it's going to be spanned over three DLCs, actually. So, it's not going to be just oh, one. Oh, Jesus. That's, yeah. They're really serious about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you know, like, is it that it's he. Basically, um, or is he an English sympathizer? Who? It's basically he wins the war, mm-hmm. but then he realized that. Uh, some of the ideals that Britain had, he's going to incorporate. So instead of being a president, he becomes a monarch. He makes himself a king, and then you have to deal with that. That's actually that's a really yeah. cool idea. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Um, but I mean, Assassin's Creed Three in general. I mean, if if you're American, you know about the American Revolution. You've heard about it all through school, and you just might, you might just like because you you know that <laughs> a lot of dumb people. Huh? Tim Smith. <laughs> a lot of people don't even it. know. A lot you of people stop it. are dumb. Hey, hey. You stop it. It's the truth. Stop. So, a lot of people like John Adams. Play, like, I don't know who that is. For me, I'm really interested because I, I do like history. Um, and I, I just I want to see how they tie it in with the real history that happened during the American Revolution. Because mm-hmm. I think that's that's going to be you really You do really like cool. history? Yeah. I didn't know you liked history. I didn't. I didn't know you were. Tim Smith. Because I really like history. We could have talked about history, Trevor. Let's do a history podcast. Uh, no. Eh, might be kind of boring. <laughs> Just saying. A snoozer, basically. Just saying, dog. Okay. Just saying. But yeah, Assassin's Creed 3. Doing like, myself. Looks great. New assassin, Connor. You got some You got some naval battles. His name's Connor. Connor Canway. He's half uh, Native American and half British. So yeah, yeah. I mean, new assassin. Just a melting pot of just yeah, just together. No white guy. 
That's how it works. Yeah, you, you can't have a white guy anymore. That's that's not that's not cool. Nobody wants to be a white guy. No, no everybody hates white guys now because they're stupid. <laughs> well, <laughs> only if they're named Tim Smith. But I digress. Um, but yeah, they've added naval battles, and I'm not talking about body shots. Um, where you're actually you know battling some ships. On the high seas. Oh, I just got it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I got it a long time ago. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Naval battles. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like there's... Go on, go on. I'm just exploring the um, humor there. But but yeah, the, the ship sequences actually look really cool. Is it... Did, is it going to be like how they had the... The um, in Revelations, how you can take over uh, certain uh, points. Remember that the RTS feel of the Revelations, the mini game. Yeah, like they the, took over, the took almost over the, tower defense. The tower defense. Thing. Yeah, look out! It looks a lot better than that. Okay. Are you that are you controlling great. a ship and fighting yeah. a ship? Yeah, you okay. you can you control the ship. You do the actual naval battle, and then when you get close, you actually you, you know jump it. on their ship and, and okay. you know can actually have some, the ship. Have some nice. good stuff going. So boarding and all that. Yeah, so, so it, it it looks actually really well done. Probably got um, pirates in it too. I'll bet you. Just Possibly. as long as there's no Captain Jack Sparrow there. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're doing that. And time. a Kraken comes out of the ocean. Like, what? And assassins assassinate the Kraken is like the last mission. He's probably the Kraken would probably be pretty old, so And Tim Smith's Assassin's Creed. So he's probably Kraken one. Assassin's Creed four. Um, and and the biggest game to come out there. on October thirtieth. That I'm looking forward to. Wait, bigger than Assassin's Creed? 3? Yeah, yeah, no, it's not WWE it's 13. Because that's by completely, our friends completely from Ukes and THQ. Completely backwards, sir. Um, so they're going back to the Attitude Era and bringing <laughs> back Attitude. So moving yeah. on, and they're bringing back a, a whole bunch moving of on. whole bunch of superstars from the Attitude Era. So in, on, well, in it's going to be a lot of fun. Play as Stone Cold. Play as Mick Foley. Moving on to news people care about. Old school Undertaker. Is it going to have uh, the clown on it? Doink. Doink. Doink is what absent. Is hmm. Doink was kind of pre-attitude, though. I am ashamed so, to be he was on attitude podcast. as well. No. Well, he may have been in the game. Are we going to talk about the game? But Yeah. Yeah, Timmy. It's a big release. Come what are you on. thinking? Well, what are you thinking, Hurst, It's a big pile yeah, of shit. Will be. Which I guess that's a big release. Like out of somebody's butthole. <laughs> like, WWE 12 was really good. Yeah. Uh, it was a good game. Yeah. And I think WWE 13 is going to be even better. They they brought back a lot of the features that fans wanted back, like creating your own title belt. Um, you can create tournaments again in it. Um, they, they just add a lot of features. They The big thing about WWE 12 that was horrible was the online functionality, and THQ really fucked that up, for lack of a better word. Um, but they promised that it's actually going to work this year, so here's hoping. Um, Crossing your fingers and kissing your ass goodbye. So yeah, so that's October releases. Um, and actually, I think I think that should be all the releases we talk about. Yep. I think we'll get into November next week. Yeah. Um, and then we could probably do December after that. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's October and games. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of money being spent. Assassin's Creed. It's gonna be a yeah, lot Assassin's Creed is going to be And I'm really excited about awesome. this this game that I hope somebody makes. 
for World War II, specific to each country. I feel like we need to put this out there somewhere. Like, Dude, we need like an actual World War II. Yeah. Like, yeah, it would be we, like we are, yeah, World War actual II. World War II. Well, you, you know what I mean, like a real World War II, like not not one of those World War Twos that's that's made up by the media. You know, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know the didn't Jews, know, what Jews? There's a Holocaust denier. <laughs> it's all coming out now. <laughs> Trevor likes history. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, uh, what else do we got? That's that. I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that's that's it, man. Well, how long? What are we up to here? Just curiosity. Okay. I wanted to talk more about Dishonored and how I think it's a little bit overrated. Well, we're just gonna skip over that because you're retarded uh, and you're wrong. So much like you are every week. I think. Yeah. I, no, I think this, yeah. this is gonna. This is probably gonna be a normal thing for you, Tommy. I'm the voice of reason. I'm the voice of. Uh, I'm the naysayer. <laughs> Uh, I'm harsh. Hey. I'm harsh on Though that was you are good. you are the voice of those sh- that should remain voiceless. I don't know if that's. I I think that's. No, that's a good. That's a good. That's it. I'm yeah. the no. No, I just I, I play a lot of games and I know judge games. I don't want to say I judge them harshly. Yeah, you know, I don't judge harshly. Kind of nitpick I just, a little bit, but or a I'm, lot, a tad too much. But the the nits that I pick are legitimate. I just happen to point them out. Where anybody else might just gloss over them, I can look at something somebody else sees as fantastic and see, well, this could be better and this could be better. It's not necessarily that I'm saying it's bad. I just think it's a little bit overrated. And I think you're retarded. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say overrated. I mean, on average, it's, what, like an 80 on Metacritic? Yeah, it's got a lot of nines. It's, it does have a lot of nines. But, I mean, on average, you know, if you, if you, I mean, I don't really necessarily always like the Metacritic score, but... I mean, it's like it's, a nine, it's close know, to a ninety on Metacritic, actually. It's in the eighties, though. I mean, it's it's 80s. getting it's getting good reviews. I think it's just it, it's not it, it's kind of uninspired. Not just in a gameplay sense either, just like the story. What? Well, you know, I I think I think the story, I think Timmy, when you came out of the womb, they kind of looked at you and eh, it's kind of uninspired. You know, it's that's a, that's a baby's face. Yeah. That's an ugly baby's face. Was saying no, no. The game, the story. You got framed. You want revenge. You have the means of revenge. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The story. You start out. You're on a boat. You get off the boat. Yeah, the empress wants to talk to you. You go up there. The little girl. Hey, let's play hide and seek. This is how you hide behind a wall. Now go up these steps. And then within three minutes of starting the game. The empress that you are dedicated to gets murdered. Launch the logo, dishonored. Then it, you get framed for it. It happens so fast you don't you don't have time to give a fuck. It's, it's a it's, story. It's a story about revenge. Like no, no. Are they no, supposed this to like legitimate? This up, Those like, aren't rebuttals. Um, well, no. It's, it's five minutes. You're, this is the, the the big moment that sets everything else in motion, and it happens three minutes in. This oh. empress that you're supposed to care so much about avenging the death of that you've been framed for, you see her for all thirty seconds. Okay. It should have had. There should she have been more sent you. Up. She sent you away to find a cure for a plague. Right. And then you came back with bad news. And you're supposed to ahead bottle. of time, yeah. Because you came, this empress was supposed to be dead before you even got back. If you didn't pay attention, I did pay attention. Well, you look confused. I'm not confused. So you, he always looks you, that way. No, 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 you no, no. came back. You had 
disrupted the plans of these two people having the Empress kill, so they had to do it earlier in front of you. So that's why yeah, three minutes into the game. That all makes sense. But Okay, the, then what's your fucking problem? The game doesn't, it does, it's fucking rushes through it. It doesn't take its time to, to, to let all that bloom a little bit. You're just like, hey, I'm getting off a boat. Hey, I'm playing Dynasty. Oh, she's dead. I didn't do it, bro. That, and it's well, like, that's <laughs> normally how it happens. There's no blooming. No, no, there should have been, it, it should have developed that story more so that when that happened, it, so, so well, like, I would never, let me say that. The, so, the whole, so the whole mission the, structure of the game is to do assassinations yeah. to get you closer to taking revenge on the, ultimately the people that did this. So what you want is to walk around with your thumb up this your ass for an hour beforehand and that's, so you get no. to know the fucking empress. That's fucking retarded. I want. The I know. Story. That's why I'm pointing oh, no, it I'm out. I'm saying yeah. your point is fucking retarded. The, so okay. The, no, sh- the game should have developed the story, and the whole point. What the story? game takes Did five the- minutes. The story is stupid. Okay. No, 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 no. No, no. The story is stupid. It doesn't. No. It, it, no it, it, the story is all aesthetic. It's all style, no substance. The story is basically you've got this goofy looking mask. You're Altai ear with a metal mask. In a, in a weak Bioshock clone is what you are. And the story, it, it, there's nothing to it. It's like... <laughs> it, it, it sounds like he's complaining because this company took elements from different games. No, I'm it, fine with that. I'm fine with borrowing and being a bit derivative if you're trying to take the elements laid out in those great games forward a bit. But it doesn't do that. Assassin's Creed, when you assassinate people, you know a lot about them. When you go to kill it, they're real characters that you're killing. In this game, they're just names that are vaguely associated with right, the story. Because you hardly have anything to go Assassin's Creed is also building upon history and like twisting it a little bit where Dishonor is completely fictional. Made up. And so was Bioshock. But everybody I killed in Bioshock, I knew a lot about them. Sander Cohen. Do you ever feel like you know anybody in this game as much as you knew Sander Cohen? I don't? never really played Bioshock. So well, you then who am I even? Then you just need to shut up and stop you nitpicking. You guys need to be Bioshock. Stop nitpicking so fucking much. I like to be critical. That's what makes for interesting conversation. I, I mean, I don't really think there's I'm too much to the story, to be honest. But Thank you. Wait, no, hang on. I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's bad, but it's, it's, no, it, it is it's, bare bones. It's mediocre. Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, it's, it has a lot of style. But, like, I don't think that's, I don't think that's really, like... Necessarily, what the game is about. It's just, but more, it is. But I think whole, it's. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But I think the actual about playing of the game is fun. The gameplay is solid. Yes, yeah. I do believe the company wasn't actually making this game for just the story. That's the part you're missing. No, you, no, no, you no, no, want no. a big. You want a big. Hold, story. hold on, hold on. I said story at the beginning because I was going over what the weaknesses of the story. I'm not even at the the rest of it yet because I. Think Neither am I. You're further than I am. No, I don't mean in the game physically where I am. I mean, I was starting with the story, stating my criticisms of that, and then I was going to move on to the gameplay itself. Okay. The story is weak. Would, would you both agree with me that the story is not... There, is there's but, been, far from the game's strong point, despite the fact that it is a game that is it is all about revenge, which should be fueled by the story. You should want to assassinate these these targets. You really don't because you really don't have a great idea of why you're not well, invested in it in the way you are in Assassin's Creed. I mean, honestly, I'm not playing it for the story at no, this point. I'm but, playing it because I don't like the gameplay. Be, and you're I, not playing it for the story because the story's not good. If yeah. you're more invested in the story, that would be a driving I, I factor. Like, I like the gameplay elements, and I like the the different ways to do things, like the different outcomes, like the, the, experimenting the with that. Because like that reminds me of Hitman. Because like because it, yeah. there's there's parts of it where like you can kill somebody or you can affect them without even being in the same room. Like it it's just that level I mean, of choice and that level of it's not a bad when I like I give it a solid eight out of ten. 
it's a good game, but there are. I think it's overrated. It's getting nines across the board. For, I th- it's got like an 88 on Metacritic, and that's really high. And it, which, I mean, that's close to even what, what Bioshock was like a 91, 92. And I think it's anywhere near the level of quality of Bioshock. Well, for the story for me, I mean, Emperor's Kill and I got blamed for it. That's enough fuel for me to... It, it may as well have been fucking two lines of dialogue across your screen with you starting in the cell for as much as you know or care about the situation. You just you walk up a flight of steps, you see her get killed, and then you're in jail. There, there was no. It, it doesn't build, it, and it has a good story to tell because the, the, the aesthetics of it. I hate to use a word like that because it's so snooty, but it, it like it. You want to, you want to know more about this world. It, it makes me think of Gears of War one. So Gears of War one presents this really interesting world with this interesting enemy, but the story just isn't well told. So did you not like read all the books afterwards? I do. I read every single book. I do. Then. And they don't really tell you a whole lot. <laughs> you know, the ones that talk about the overseers and like the mythology with that are interesting, and the ones with the outsider are kind of interesting. But most of them are just about whaling. And it's kind of almost like Skyrim books. Kind of, but even Skyrim has like a really well developed mythology, and those books are like 10, 20 pages at times. You can really mm-hmm. learn a lot in Skyrim about the world. The thing that gets me about this game is that it's a world I want to know more about. But the game doesn't want to tell me too much about it because the game seems to feel like the story. It's like, eh, well, they're not going to care about the story, even though the art direction is so good. It it, it sets the stage for an awesome play hmm. that never the actors don't show up for. Hmm. That was a really good analogy. Yeah, no one really cares about the analogy. Anyway, the gameplay. <laughs> the game like the gameplay is good. I mean, the melee combat. Is I think we talked about this in the last one. It's it's two button. There's a block button. You can tap the block button to parry and kill in one hit. And then there's a button to swing your sword. Um, I mean, you have your crossbow, you have your pistol. And the, I mean, this is what the game is all about: is how to tackle these different situations that you know. But yeah, I, actually, I think uh, I think Madden NFL definitely takes tackling to a better to a better degree. It's not even a joke. Throwing that out there. I just and there's this this mechanic. At, Speaking of tackling, people, um, have you played any fishing games this week? There's this um, mechanic in the game that the more you kill people, it, 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 the game discourages you from killing. It says the more you kill, the darker this world becomes, the more chaotic it becomes. That doesn't discourage me at all. Maybe it doesn't for you, but for me it does. But it doesn't offer any incentive beyond that for me to not kill anybody besides a loading screen that says if you kill people, things are going to get shitty. Frank's one of those let the world burn types. Right. Which And, you know, it caters more to you just for the simple fact that you're not, there's not enough there to invest in to give a fuck about who you're killing. Um, there, there is the gameplay, um, the replay value for you, so I would just play it a different way there's, next time. But I guess, I know, but the fact that, like, it makes me not want to kill anybody purely just because I saw a message that said I shouldn't because it's going to make the world darker. That's it. I want to kill people. I have a crossbow. I have a sword. I have a pistol. I have all these things to kill people with, but the game seems to say, no, no, don't be so violent about it. But then there's no real incentive beyond that arbitrary message to not do it. If the game developed the story more, if the game... I mean, there are moments where you'll overhear a conversation and a guy's like talking about his wife. And I'll be like, I don't want to kill him. He's got a wife. But beyond that, beyond little dialogue cues here and that you eavesdrop on, there's really no incentive to play by the rules that the game sets forth, except that you know way ahead of time the ending is going to be different if you don't kill as many people. And that's not a really good way to inspire 
morality in a game, like wanting to do the, the moral thing just by saying the ending is going to be really cool if you don't kill anybody. Thoughts? Thank you for listening to <laughs> Spider Duck Gaming, and I guess we really no no, no, no thoughts on that. Come on, is, are you either you're either going to agree with me or not? And if you're not going to agree with me, I want you to give a rebuttal. Go ahead, both of you. Um, I'll agree with you, so you'll shut up. <laughs> Same here. I really oh, come on, really? That's all. I was I was hoping somebody would fight me on this. All right, tap tap no. tap. Um, so yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I was all geared up. I was ready to. I was ready to fight it out. <laughs> Do you agree with me? Then is that what this is? Are we in agreement? You don't. You're not as nitpicky as I am about it, obviously. But you're willing to admit the faults that I've addressed here. Eh. Yeah. I mean, maybe you take it to the nth degree, but you know, um, I, I get into it. Sometimes the simplest answer is probably the right answer to me. Stop being so fucking overcritical over things. No, I like to. That's what we're. That's what we do, critics. And we're supposed to overanalyze things. We're supposed to look at the details and talk about. Yeah, kind of overanalyze like. 007 Legends a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's a game that you can't overanalyze. There's nothing yeah, there to overanalyze. It's pretty I mean. shitty. <laughs> but a game like Dishonored, a game that is universally liked. You know, you want as people who people listen to this podcast, they want to know what a game is like. I like to go in there. I mean, you guys, I love that. So I like to be the one that goes in there and says this. It's a great game, but this is what I don't quite like about it. So let me let me talk about something that they also announced this week. So we're going to keep so, going <laughs> uh, just for like two minutes. Um, so for 007 Legends, they're going to release some free Skyfall DLC at the beginning of November. And guess what? This is what I have to say to that. If a tree falls in the forest and there's no one around, does it make a sound? Does that mean that nobody's going to download it? <laughs> yes. And, yes. and that, folks, is Spider Dog Gaming for this week. You have the always confrontational Tim Smith. And if you're out there and you disagree with me about this, feel free to comment in the comment section. Just because I want to fight somebody about this. You guys are pushover. Tim, Tim's looking for a fight. Um, he's looking to box odd job um, by <laughs> pressing totally. up and down on the left and right sticks. That's totally would, yeah. um, because that's all you do. And <laughs> when you're fighting odd job, apparently. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Midway through the fight, odd job does throw his bowler hat and you have to hit the right trigger to dodge it. So <laughs> they throw a third button in there. Um, go 007 Legend. The uh, 007 game that is not so legendary. Um, and yeah, uh, that's the podcast this week. Um, check us out at spiderducknetwork.com. Continue to support us. Um, we have... Uh, some new, just regular, old-ass Spider Duck logo t- available right now um, that we just put up there, and a hoodie. And actually, uh, we're going to have, there's going to be a sale on hoodies coming up soon. Um, within the next couple days, I'll have the information on SpiderDuckNetwork.com. Um, I believe it's going to be 15% off all hoodies. Um, so definitely definitely buy some hoodies. And, you know, we have the, the other hoodie there, uh, Bundle Up Bitch, um, which, I mean, it's that time of year, so just... Fucking bundle up, bitch. I mean, still makes so, me laugh. That still makes me laugh. So yeah, that's Spider Duck Gaming for this week. Uh, check us out at the website. Comment. Uh, spew vitriol out at out at Tim Smith. Please do. His, Please and do. And his, you know, 
his well-developed opinions. That's the word Trevor was looking for. Uh, Thank you very much. Not quite what I would use. Um... You have been listening to a product of SpiderDuck Internet Radio. Check us out at SpiderDuckNetwork.com and follow us on Twitter at SpiderDuckNet.